My name is Ray Park, you may know me as playing Darth Maul in Phantom Menace, Bone Wars, and also Solo and Star Wars Story. You're listening to Star Wars Stuff Podcast, the force is strong with you all. And remember, sit walk. Hey, this is Dominic Pace, who plays Gecko the Bounty Hunter from The Mandalorian, letting you all know you are listening to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast. Wishing everybody all the best, and may the force be with you. May the force be with you! Hello everyone and welcome back to our spoiler-heavy Ahsoka Tano coverage. This is the post show. Welcome everyone on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. We're going to talk all things episodes one and two of the first season of Ahsoka. Heavy spoilers, so if you haven't seen it, pause the video, come back. Josh, Ray, and myself, we've seen the first two episodes now, streamed on Disney Plus at a decent hour for the first time in the history of mankind. And we're going to talk about it right now. So heavy spoilers. You've been warned. Ray, what did you think? What jumped out at you? What are you loving? What are you not liking? Uh, there's a lot. I mean, I'm actually, once you get off, I'm going to go watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> to see stuff I may have missed. Um, but, I mean, the opening scene, you know, the where they do the change of the helmets and stuff like that. So you kind of see the new Inquisitor helmet. You see Sabine. Yeah. You know, you see... Um, Hu Yang. Yeah. Hopper. So, was, yeah, I, I liked that ad. I did like the new red, you know, logo. Yeah. Still no humanoid face in that whole intro. Yeah. But, I mean, God, I just... I'm still taking it in. I love seeing Chopper. Yeah. Um, Very Sabine. subdued intro. I mean, he was just sitting there mounted in the Phantom, right? That was like yeah. his introduction live action. Yeah. And then uh, seeing basically Sabine being Sabine. Yeah. That Damn. high speed, no traffic highway straight to the depot. <laughs> yeah, it was wild. We got rock music in Star Wars. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> yeah. Is it available to download off, off Apple question. Music yet? I mean, I kind of want to listen to that now. Yeah, like I said, man, there's just so much. I'm just like, I'm still processing everything that I saw in it. I mean, the fight scene. Like, crawl? Yeah. Yeah, the, the crawl it was, was interesting. Red letter crawl. It almost it almost felt kind of like an 80s type of thing. Something you'd see back in the 80s. Maybe if mm-hmm. Star Wars did become a TV show back in the 80s. And I think they kind of harken back to that. And they constantly say in these TV shows, get actors that were very popular in the 80s to be in these shows because we felt like these shows should have happened in the 80s like michael bean like who else who else did they get that was like a big time 80s michael bean's the only one that jumps out at me right now but very very kind of old school and i love the fact that they did that and yeah that just goes to show that all star wars needs crawls man even if it's a Star Wars story. I want to see that stuff. And the opening for the Starship, it looked very, very kind of... Uh, we we saw the New Republic logos on the side, but it looked very, very sequel trilogy-esque, mm-hmm. that ship. Yeah. Um, and then we hit the bridge, and very, very bright and white inside, <laughs> harkening back to the Tantive Four from A New Hope. Yeah. And then the suits, the guns... Everything to down to the, the helmets. Yeah. 
so what are you thinking, Josh? What do you like? What would you not like? What are your thoughts? Have you processed it yet? <laughs> I think a lot, something that's kind of weird. And I, I had talked about it on one of our previous podcasts is that like you also, you have a show that you have all these fans that know these characters mm-hmm. and you have a show that a lot of people have no idea what it's like for, for Ahsoka and who this, this character is. Right. And I feel like that was one of my biggest criticisms is whoever, like the way they're portraying Ahsoka in live action is not the same as we've seen in the animated series. I feel like this, the acting for her, she's very just like, Oh, I don't really care. Like, I, I don't know why she's like that. I don't know why she's portraying it like that. It's like, put some emotion. I was sitting there. I was like, please, please put some emotion. Just smile once, please. Um, I did really like uh, seeing Lothal. Loved seeing like a, a Lothcat puppet. That was great. They keep changing the look of Lothcats, and I'm like, this is the one. This is the yeah, one I, I know. Like. It's like I'm going to have to buy a new toy now. <laughs> this doesn't look like the Lothcat we <laughs> yeah. saw tonight. This does not look like it. Yeah, I really like the, the new design for it. It looks really good. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm very interested in seeing where, where this goes. I really like our new villains. I like what we're doing with that. Um as opposed to like what's going on in the show, I yeah, it's kind of like we're establishing Sabine. But if you've never seen Sabine before, she's cool. She listens to rock music and doesn't do things that she's told to, and she's got cool hair. And I was like, I mean, we know that, but I guess yeah. we have to have that for people that don't know. And it was a lot of I feel like a lot of that first episode was dedicated to if you don't know these characters, we're gonna teach you. And I I'm yeah. like, eh. Like, I already know these characters, so it's kind of like I don't really fault it for doing that. It's just kind of like I'm like, all right, continue. Continue with things that I don't know. Because the highlights for my of the episodes was, like, things I didn't know. Like, I'm like that, that all the new stuff. I'm like, that's really cool. Yeah. So what new stuff? What, what Anything to do with Valen's stuff, I think, oh, okay. was, like, I was like, ooh, I really like this character. And they're like, we're going to go look up their lightsabers. We only got yeah. one. I was like, ooh, that's cool. And, um, it, it, yeah, I think it's... I, their whole their whole plan when they get on the ship, I was like, it, it's funny how many times we keep calling back to this Vader hallway scene. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't It's funny. This is like the fourth time we've had it now. I'm like, okay. <laughs> There's lots of hallways in Star Wars and not, not very many handrails. So that's, that's Star Wars. Yeah. And it, it did feel like a callback to the Phantom Menace when Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan board the ship and it was like mm-hmm. the reverse of it. And was it just me or did you hear some very, very almost close to lines spoken that were very similar to the prequels? It felt like I was like completing the line in my head, but it was something different at the end. So so Derpy says that uh, Filoni cooked. Holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> so I think a Derpy here is a huge Rebels fan. Yeah, call me crazy, but yeah, it was it was very very rebels esque, rebels in live action, and I, I think all the rebels fans are gonna love this show. But there's a Facebook user out there that says mid, interesting. So they also say I think it's the same person. The Fallen Order sequences were cool overall, four point three out of ten. Josh, do you agree with that? Uh. I, I don't want to say that just yet. Like I want to get that <laughs> that three three episode. Like, am I hooked? Am I like get that get that first little arc piece out of the way before I'm going to judge it? Like, 
Yeah. The first two episodes, the first one, I feel like, yeah, it took a lot of time where we're like, this is where the characters are. This is what they're doing. I'm like, okay. For me, I don't want to see that. I want to just get right into like the meat and potatoes of the, the show. But right. it was cool seeing these characters and where, where they are now. It's just kind of like, I, I know this person's personality. It's okay. Right, right. <laughs> It, it was slower and more plotty than I thought it was going to be. The dialogue, they, they would say a piece of dialogue, then they would take a pause. Mm-hmm. And then another piece of dialogue, and then pause, and then walk around. I thought that was kind of interesting. That was very, very slow-paced. I don't know. What do you think about that, Ray? It, it definitely was kind of a slow pace. I, It kind of got me thinking, so, like, how far of a gap are we at? So when did Ahsoka start training Sabine? So where's this gap? You know what I mean? Where we're going to have to see some explanation of her working with Sabine and somewhat, you know what I mean? Because none of that's explained in Star Wars Rebels. So where are we? You know what I mean? When did this take place? Was it right after Star Wars Rebels where she goes and kind of same scenario where she's standing in front of the, the mural and then she comes and she walks in with her staff? Does it like right after that, where she takes her on as a Padawan. Right. Yeah. What, at what point in time does Ahsoka take place after or before the prologue of Rebels? Yeah. That's the question. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's what I want to know. Like, and then how long was she training her? Because she says, I haven't seen her in such a long time. She said so, years. Yeah. The years. So, like, what are we looking yeah. at? Like, you know, where's this gap at? So, are we going to see some flashbacks on that? I mean, there's a lot of things running through my head about that. Yeah, so. it's the classic Star Wars trope of jumping way forward and having this big gulf of time where it's just emptiness. And I don't know, it, it's just one of those things. Because a lot of people, I think, had issues with the fact that Sabine was calling Ahsoka master in some of these commercials. <laughs> and they were just like flipping out. And it's like, well, I mean, we don't know what happened. Is this in the future? I mean, what what's going on? So... <laughs> um, something I, I really liked uh, and I'm finding very interesting is this whole other galaxy plot like that that's super super interesting to me and seeing what what this whole like gateway is and seeing dark sister like dark sister like uh, night sister whole like dark magic kind of thing and witches I'm like cool this is what I love to see and it does remind me a lot of um, uh, Jedi Fallen Order and I was like, ooh, this is really cool. Yeah. Uh, the whole map thing. I'm like, this is it's it's getting there. It's not there yet, but it is mystical. And I'm liking that again. I love to see mystical on screen, especially for Star Wars. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. And you're my witness, Josh. I told everyone in the group, I said, we need to put Night Witch on the bingo card. <laughs> And it wasn't put on the bingo card, and that would have been a spot. So tonight, I think we can call out for sure petting the Lothcat. So that happened. So Sabine pet her Lothcat in her apartment. Um, the Inquisitor Ezra halfway. <laughs> I guess you can halfway mark that one off. Um, it just says Order 66, but no, like... Like I don't, I don't didn't know if we were saying like it needs to be like a flashback. <laughs> well, I think spoken. Did they 
did they say the the word and the number or no they kind of like referred to it as the fall right. of the jedi order right yeah okay okay so so how do we know that the the music that uh sabine was jamming out to wasn't max rebo Whoa. <laughs> all right it'd be funny if you Whoa. go and look at it like on uh like on spotify or something and it's like right there it's like a by max rebo band i'd be like oh yeah. gosh <laughs> that'd be funny yeah mac it says ahsoka getting the star map was very fallen order yeah josh agrees definitely yeah it kind of reminded me of r2 with the projecting th- yeah for sure that's awesome yeah and sanjay says uh, sabine uh, used kanan's knife to cut her hair just wow yeah that's a great callback to the moment in rebels where kanan does that yeah it was just so cool seeing her putting out the armor and setting it up mm-hmm. and then to put it back on her cl- on the suit. I was just like, oh, man, that just looks so gorgeous. Yeah, for sure. Putting the armor back on the Mando armor. Yeah. And and I think that's going to be so I'm kind of looking at at, at the show as people coming to into the show as not knowing anything about Rebels, but also someone coming into the show knowing everything about rebels so there's that balance and that kind of issue or problem that feloni has with making this show i mean you have to mm-hmm. be able to bring in everyone at the same time so that's that's a challenge definitely derpy entertainment says remember this is post return of the jedi we don't know what can happen at this point all we know is it's new republic era leading into the empire adaptation yeah and it's kind of weird like it's I like one thing that um, Ahsoka mentioned where she says, you know, greed, you know, how can you trust? I mean, they're, they're reusing the emperor's people to disperse, disperse, disperse the dismembering of whatever the empire had left and selling it off or whatever, you know, now it's cool how they mentioned, you know, greed, you can't really trust, you know, them. Yeah, that's a very interesting line for these uh, particular days that we're in. Very yes, interesting that that exactly. was in there. Exactly. Yeah, another another lesson that Star Wars teaches us there. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very, uh, very bright. Very slow pace. The Thaw stuff was great, but we'd already seen that in the commercials and the trailers. Um, the lightsaber battles were 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 pretty good. And yeah. I I forgot that I love the sound of Ahsoka Saber. That the hum of her lightsaber is they're is thin. They're beautifully thin. I love yeah. it. I'm like, and did you did you notice when she ignited size. the shorter hilt? It was the, the blade was shorter too. Yep. I thought that was a pretty cool touch. Which is it's something a little bit interesting. I don't know why they're only giving away what not like uh, that that they're selling at the, for the Hasbro one. It's only one of the sabers. Right. I was like. They're different, though. I know they're different. <laughs> Do they not think we we wouldn't buy them if there was another saber included and they attacked on like another hundred dollars or something? Very I don't know. good question. Yeah, or maybe they'll release it later. True. You never know. So, what did you guys think when she was fighting her, um, and she pulled that Matrix move where she went back with one hand and she had the saber like this and she had her one hand holding off the ground. That was pretty crazy. Kind yeah, I mean, Matrix. Yeah, Sabine was getting close to uh, getting stabbed, which yeah. was another interesting thing that happened. Usually, when we see that happen, when someone gets Qui Gon, they're done for. But <laughs> she, uh, 
and we all knew once it, when it happened, I was like, oh, but I was like, oh, we've seen her with short hair though. But then I thought, oh my gosh, is that a flashback? Is she really dead? Did Filoni just kill off Sabine in the first episode? And then, of course, no. So. Right, well, I mean, if you think about now. it, if we would have watched one episode and we get that at the very end. Can you imagine? I mean, that would just would have been everybody be like, what the? Um, <laughs> I, crazy. I think something that's pretty interesting is like, I, I didn't really like the stab, honestly. Like that that stab, I was kind of like, oh, okay. I, we know that she's gonna come back and she's gonna be in the series more. Like, okay, but what have been cool in my opinion is if she got her hand cut off, <laughs> and she would have been like Anakin, and it would have been cool to have Ahsoka train her and have it be like Anakin's hand. I was like, that would have been cool. That would have been funny. Yeah, that been that would have been the kind of like reversal. Yeah, that's what I was like. Oh, okay. And it's funny because we keep making jokes about how like it doesn't matter if you get stabbed unless you're like Qui-Gon, I guess. Because <laughs> <laughs> you could just come back as soon as you get stabbed in the chest. So Yeah, yeah, definitely. And it's happened so much, I was like, come on, do something different, please. <laughs> <laughs> so Maka asked one of our uh, great uh, patrons here, I'm curious, how do you guys think Yoda could potentially play into this? So I think he brings that up due to the bingo card we have. So Yoda is actually a spot there. So callback. I think it'll be a flashback. Yeah, flashback in the Jedi Temple. Maybe we see Anakin. Maybe Yoda's like off to the side. Like I brought up so many times on the podcast, they do have the puppet from the Last Jedi that they created specifically for that movie. It's in storage. They can just repurpose <laughs> just it. Just for... chilling there, yeah. just collecting dust. I I imagine that like the Lucasfilm prop department is literally like in like Indiana Jones, where it's just like tons of boxes of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> it's all these priceless Star Wars artifacts. Yeah, yeah, and a very very Indiana Jones esque opening to search for that. Yeah, for real. Too. Yeah. So I, I think there's a callback there, and. God, I'm just upset that there's no Night Witch card or slot there on the bingo card. Because <laughs> that would have been another one. But uh, yeah, uh, we still have six more episodes to go. And um, I was talking to Josh before the podcast. And yeah, the, the the times for the actual footage were correct. I believe 51 minutes and 38 minutes of actual footage. Because the actual run times were... I believe I had I just had it up uh, 57 minutes and 44 minutes, but they count the credits as well in uh, in the in the in the time rating there on Disney Plus. So yeah, I think we're gonna get more action. Um, they they said Thrawn, they said the T word, and did you guys notice when they were looking up into the sky, Ray, uh, character? You kind of saw the space whale in the clouds. Yes, yes. Yep. Uh, we heard the purgle. The purgle. And yeah, we kind of saw the purgle. Yeah. 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 And then we then we saw Balin Skull look up. And yeah, like Josh was saying, I thought um personally the standouts were Balin and Shin. Two mm -hmm. new characters that are the big bads essentially for Ahsoka. But what and was it? I think I want to know what their MO is because they talked like it was just getting paid. Like Balin yeah. said, like it was just like for money. So I'm kind of like, is it really, or are you going to have like a whole dialogue with Ahsoka? Cause I, that's, we know that that's coming. Right. I just want to have an explanation of what they're doing and 
what why they're doing what they're doing more than yeah. just money yeah because she he does mention where where they tell where the the witch tells them to you know basically kill her off and he's like well he didn't you know it's kind of like he doesn't want to kind of mm-hmm. but he know he has to do it because it's a paycheck mm-hmm. so i don't know i can kind of see him be the enemy but i i have a feeling one of them may turn to the good yeah. side I, I wouldn't doubt that like they're not bad people <laughs> and it's something i like that they are explore, ex- exploring is like we're not bad people it's just we're just trying to survive yeah and especially jedi side um it's portrayed in uh jedi survivor but it's like what it's like being a jedi just trying to survive and you're just trying to survive no matter what like you'll do anything after the after all like um order 66 it's like no one cares anymore it's just survive no matter what yeah that's true there's a lot like i said there's there's so much that to take in from the between them and i was expecting when the witch to be like the characters from you know star wars rebels and clone wars Mm -hmm. you know what i mean it's kind of weird seeing her just she looks normal to me i was waiting to see for the red the red you know kind of the way they're dressed in red and their faces painted Mm -hmm. so it's definitely different yeah, Maka says, I'm hoping we stick with these longer episodes. Left me wanting more, but definitely satisfied with the length. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. 100% I agree. agree. But was it the pacing that made it seem longer? I don't know because it's still Star Wars, episodic Star Wars to me, if not at an hour, to me, it's short, you know? Mm-hmm. But I mean, Star Wars might not work at that length uh, as a TV show. So I don't know. It's it's kind of one of those things. I think if it's an animated series, I have no problem with it being 30 minutes or under. But yeah. when it comes to series that we're talking like only eight episodes, I love for it to be longer. Yeah. If you're only going to get so much out of the series before we get another series or continuation, I want long form episodes. Right. Yeah. And I, I feel like with Filoni, at least. If he's only given so many episodes, give him as much time as he needs to give, like, get these plot lines out. Because he's been working on this forever, and it's like, yeah, I want you to be able to take your time. Uh, you took your time with all of Clone Wars, so I believe that you should have long episodes, especially for Ahsoka. True. Yeah, I can't imagine how long this has been just, like, cooking in, in Filoni's <laughs> And Marcus says the praise for uh, Natasha's uh, Sabine portrayal is accurate. She's exactly like she is in Rebels. Yep. Down to a T, man. Even the, her facial features to an extent. You know, that I was kind of like, man, especially when she cut her hair. It was basically seen to be like right from the Yeah, right in here. front of you. Yeah, yeah. I agree. And Marco also says I could see him going back Jedi. I believe he's referring to Balin Skull. Yeah. As you notice, they are not consumed with anger. No Sith eyes. That's a good observation. Mm-hmm. And they have orange lightsabers. Yeah. According to Filoni. There's going to be... There's a lot more... Like I said, I'm going to... Once we're done here, I'm going to go back, watch it again. Because even if you look at the intro, how it shows all this... Kind of like the star maps, even at the very end, I'm wondering if that means anything. 
You know what I mean? Because as it's the last of the episode, you you're seeing kind of like all the like the symbols, mm-hmm. like the like these kind of like all these symbols around the kind of through the intro and then the end. Right, right, right. So I'm kind of wondering if that has anything to do with it that we may not be noticing. I'm very excited to see how Theron is. And apparently he's giving messages through like the portal, I guess, to the Night Sister. Yeah. So I'm like, how does that work? Interesting. I want to see what he's doing on the other side. And that's the thing too. You hear Sabine when she was sleeping is like she was having visions in her sleep too, like Anakin was. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of wondering. I thought we were going to get a flashback when we saw her kind of twitching when she was sleeping. I thought that's what we were. I did too. Get. That scene when Ahsoka faces the camera and says Anakin. I thought we we're going to get that flashback right there, man. I was. I like grabbed my chair. I was like, here we go, and then nothing. <laughs> Yeah, like man, that would have been a perfect spot right there. Can you imagine how many people would have just like flipped out online about that? Yeah, big time. Yeah, so Steph Green directed episode two, Filoni directed episode one, and Steph Green directs the next episode. And then we get, if I can bring it up here, Peter Ramsey, and then it's the big episode five that Filoni directs and there's so many rumors about that episode. It's probably going to be the world between worlds episode we're thinking. So yeah, it's going to, the season is going to be eight episodes like Josh said, and it's going to go until I think the first week of October. Yeah. First or second week, somewhere, somewhere around there. What do you guys think about the new scheduling time and the new, for Tuesdays. I like it. Tano Tuesday, man. It's fantastic during normal TV watching hours. Mm-hmm. Great for us. Uh, not so great for our friends across the pond. They're <laughs> now in the same situation we were in where they either have to stay up really late or wake up really early. Mm-hmm. And uh, they should get rid of spoilers, guys. There's no reason why you cannot watch this. And uh, then go to work the next day or jump on social media. I mean, everyone should be able to watch this. Unless, I mean, th- there are situations where people work during this time and then go home, go to sleep or whatever. But now you, you, feel you like have it's less. more accessible. Right. You have yeah. less of an excuse to be like, oh, I got spoiled online. So for us in North America, I think, and, and South America. No? Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely, it gives us time to do the review after and then go back and watch it again. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I like this time frame. We don't have to wait to the middle of the week. You know what I mean? We get to watch it on Tuesday. So definitely, I like it. Yeah, I, I wonder if um, they're going to do this permanently on Tuesdays now. I, I think that's that would be a, a good move. I think she, I think she actually does have the Force Echo. Ahsoka has the Force Echo. Because um, she definitely goes in there and starts... Like, I don't think it's as strong as Cal's version of the Force Echo. Yeah. She definitely walks in there and just senses and hears it. 
I was wondering if she was going to go up to the lock cat and be like, you saw what happened. Yeah, but, that's what I thought too. Um, but that didn't happen. And we still got the whole like, uh, the head's going to explode thing. So, yeah, yeah, a bunch of HK <laughs> droids. And it was cool to go back to Corellia. We haven't been back there since I think the solo film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, this is more a modern version of Corellia. And we still see uh, Empire Loyalists there. And yep. uh, got a nice little action sequence uh, with Hera flying the Phantom with Chopper. And uh, the lightsaber battle with Merrick. Merrick doesn't seem like he's that great of a <laughs> of a fighter, of a wielder uh, with his sabers. He needed that HK droid's help a little bit. And uh, man, that was wild how Ahsoka just kind of like, lean to the side and let the yeah, I love that fly by her. I, was I like, wow. loved that. That was sick. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah I, think... I, I wonder, I wonder who, if she's ever going to take on Shin, if they're going to duel and maybe she maybe ends up dispatching her and then moving on to Balin. Cause we've seen her and Balin in the commercials. I, I think if you, She's so powerful that I don't think anyone's really going to give her a run for her money in the in the sense of a lightsaber battle. Mm-hmm. But I think it'll be in a sense of morality or stakes. I think that she's going to have to make a decision in this show, at least, that is going to challenge her. And I think that's going to come from Balin being like, I know you. I've been through the same things as you. Why don't you think like me? Uh I, I think that's where we're going to start getting into a whole, like kind of the morality side and Ahsoka has to make a choice. So I'm, I'm very excited for that. And I also want to know why she just dropped Sabine. Cause it wasn't Sabine's choice to not be trained anymore. It was Ahsoka's. So I think something happened between the two. I wonder course. if we'll get into it. If they'll, if yeah. they'll talk about it. Cause that's what I got from it. That it's like something happened. And then after that, then that's when she just dropped kind of like the same thing. Like she said with, with the Jedi order, when she left it, she just left. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So something had to have happened for her to turn her back on him. Mm-hmm. But what was it? Yeah. So it clearly states that, that she left Anakin, she left the Jedi order and she walked away from Sabine. So I'm wondering what incident happened or what was it? But then even when she says, how will she know she's ready? She's like, she will know. Right. You know what I mean? So when, when she comes back and then she tells her Padawan. So like, she's basically saying, okay, you're back. You're my Padawan. I'm kind of, Kind of stoked because I have a weird feeling Sabine's going to have a big role more than I think Ahsoka is going to, mm-hmm. to an extent. That's what I'm getting. And I feel like it's a good time that we have, like, this series is being placed at a good time because I feel like our general audience now knows what a Mandalorian is and what a Mandalorian can do. And I feel like it's perfect for her to finally be on li- in live action. Because I feel like it would be very confusing for the average goer to watch it. But like if you watch the show before seeing yeah. anything like for the Mandalorian, 
because now we're like, oh, she's a Mandalorian and she's a Jedi. Wow, that's actually a pretty cool mix. And it's like, yeah, I, I want to see how that plays into it. Yeah, because she's remember... very passionate about the Mandalorian cause in um, yes. Rebels versus here. I'm like, let's see how, how far she gets pushed. And I like too, like when they came to her, she's like, can you use your, use your artistics to open up this key or mm-hmm. you know, like kind of the puzzle with your eyes? And since she's, that's one thing I like about it because she's an artist, you know, and she likes her art stuff. So that's like my favorite thing. Yeah, that's- I thought of the exact same thing as you did, Josh. Um, audiences that are watching this trying to get like a foothold. Oh my gosh, she's a Mandalorian and she's a Jedi. Wow, that's I know I know what a Mandalorian is, and mm-hmm. it, we have a female Mandalorian, and she's a Padawan. She uses a lightsaber. Wow, that's something different. Yeah. So yeah, that's that that's a good drawing. I I do think Sabine is going to have a large role to play. Not a lot of marketing out there, other than the few shots and sequences that we've seen. So. I think I think she is going to have a big role to play, but yeah, it was kind of crazy to see her get stabbed right through the gut with the lightsaber. That was that kind of freaked me out for like a split second. And uh, we had just talked on the podcast on the pre-show that we did earlier today. What if Ahsoka died in the first episode? <laughs> Someone brought that up. That would be pretty uh, funny. Yeah. So I Maka think- says, "Oh, go ahead, Josh." Oh no, I'm just like wondering where uh how much ahsoka is going to change in the series i think her evolving needs to happen especially for like your average goer to really get into this character that's something i really want to see right what's her art gonna be yeah Mm -hmm. so maka says i think maybe sabine was too emotional or passionate like grogu and she couldn't proceed with the training possibility I think something that would be interesting, and I don't know if they're trying to set the seeds in the beginning, is that you you see Ezra, they give that whole kind of like, you're my sister, like, I love you, that kind of thing. We're family. I wonder what it's like talking to Thrawn over years of like space travel, where if they're communicating back and forth, could this change the outcome of the way he looks at things now? Like if Ezra looks at the the galaxy different now, and if uh, Sabine and Ezra meet again, could that be a, a turning point for Ahsoka where she's pulled between like Ezra's dark side or a, a different viewpoint to Ahsoka? And I, I think that's, that could be a great big uh, emotional value towards the series yeah and I, I think yeah go ahead I, I just don't think that staying with one of the smartest people and the most logical people in star wars doesn't change you especially if you're with that person for years and it's only you to talk to it's only them two back talking back and forth yeah and yeah. thron is thron is a genius he's a tactical genius and he's just an overall just lethally smart and sharp villain or anti-villain or gray guy, whatever you want to call him. But <laughs> yeah, in the end, I had that thought too, Josh. Um, spending all that time with Ron, what's what's going to become of Ezra? And I think that's why you and me selected Inquisitor Ezra as a bingo square. 
it's like, man, he could have turned. I mean, you, you don't know. Mm-hmm. But, and we also did have the conversation before the podcast that Merrick is, might just be some random humanoid character that we, we mm-hmm. come to find out later on. Or maybe we never see the identity. I mean, it's it's just one of those things. Um, but yeah, Ezra turning to the dark side would be a huge gut punch because I think a lot of people are expecting him to be found at the end or like a happy ending type scenario. But of course, I don't think, um, I want to say, I don't think that actor that played Ezra had a lot of time on set. And of course, when your face is covered, it's a stunt double. So it's, it's kind of one of those things. I mean, things are adding up and lining up here. I mean, you think about it. He's been with them that whole time. He could be telling him, you don't have a chance. You know, he could have known about, you know, Order 66, you know, or something's hard to say. He could have persuaded him because you think about it, he was already battling between the good and the evil with Mm -hmm. Darth Maul. Yeah, we know that Ezra is very susceptible to outside influence and knowing how smart Thrawn is, I feel like we're going to get a a moment of I have a different view on things and you're my sister. I feel like you should join me and not necessarily that it's an evil plan. It's just not nearly a a good one because we know that Thrawn technically is not an evil person. He's not influenced by the dark side. It's that's not him. He's here to save his people. And I feel like something like that is going to be very interesting towards the future of star Wars. What episode do you think will get Thrawn? Good question. That's a very good question. I don't know. I wouldn't doubt that it's in the next episode, where, but it's like at the very, very end. Or it's in episode four at the very, very end. And then we get into Thrawn. Actually, you know what? I think it's going to be in three. It'll be at the end. It's progressed in four. And then when we get to Dave Filoni's episode, it's going to be Ahsoka talking with Thrawn. Hmm. Now, just throwing this out there. What if it is Ezra that he has, you know, crossed over the dark side? And never be bingo. (laughs) And then Sabine has to fight him. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That that would be an arc. That that yeah, that would be that would make a whole lot of sense. So all you would have left for that bingo would be Grogu. If you really wanted to get technical, I guess. And we talked about it in the pre-show for Ahsoka that Grogu was probably not going to be in this show. But there might be a mentioning that would count. So That's true. Yeah. But hey, there's so much, like I said, there's so much to process. I want to go back. Like I said, I'm going to watch it again. Um, see if I missed anything. Because I was just... <sighs> I ended up having to put captions kind of mid because there was some stuff I kind of I kind of missed. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I ended up putting the captions on. I don't like captions very much because then it kind of when you're watching the show, it kind of takes part of the screen. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. But I might have to go back and watch it with captions. I used to be the same way too, Ray, but then I got a podcast. I'm like, <laughs> I gotta know all this stuff. <laughs> I gotta make sure. I heard it 
Yeah. If so if I'm not sure, I go down and just read the thing and be like, oh, okay, well, that's what they said. Yeah. And like other said, things too, when there's like faint voices, they yes. all put that in parentheses and it's like, okay, cool. Like I'm not hearing things. I'm not at that age yet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's the thing too. I mean, I'm still new to this podcast stuff. I mean, I've been into it about <laughs> going on six months, so I'm still adapting to everything. So what do you guys think about, I don't know if you guys have seen the reviews so far of uh, like, you get like Metacritic, I mean, um, if you get like Rotten Tomatoes reviews and mm -hmm. IGN gave a, a review so far, uh, do you guys have any opinions on them? I have not looked at it because I want it spoiler free. Mm -hmm. So I haven't read anything. IGN gave it a seven and they said it had stilted moments. I, I think they're talking about Ahsoka's acting and how she's yeah. very uh, stiff with her acting. Um, yeah. And I, I definitely feel that like it's something that we love Ahsoka. It is we've known her forever, but we can't say that everyone has known her forever. And this yeah. is a perfect character to have come on. She's done all these different generations of Star Wars. It's like, hey, like, can we I want people to fall in love with her as much as I have without having to watch older episodes. I want new people to come in and be like, I like this girl so much or character so much that I want to go back and watch the other stuff. But I feel if it's just this kind of stilted, strong acting where you're just a brick and emotionally, I feel like we won't get there. Well, if you stop and think, look how Luke was in the new episodes towards mm -hmm. the end. He kind of isolated himself. He had that experience where all the his Jedi's got killed by mm -hmm. Ren. And he kind of isolated himself from everybody. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering if something like that happened with Ahsoka that we didn't see. We and like at the end of the Clone Wars, you have her just kind of like, you know, put the helmets up, drop her lightsabers. The next yeah. time that, like the other times that we've seen her on screen, she's been very, very serious. And I feel like that's the turning point as to where she is. I would love for Sabine to make a comment on it and be like, I wonder if during their training, like Ahsoka was like, oh, you're doing all right. Like, you're, and then she's like, I wish you would just be passionate about me. And I, I, I would love for it to be like a, a mother-daughter relationship of like i'm trying to impress you i would love some gratification back some love back to feel like you're a part of my family i think a cool thing about star wars and i feel like this series could really tap into and it, it's just this emotional family quality because we're coming off of rebels and rebels was boom this is a family like this is a family in star wars and i feel like this is a very valuable thing that i would love uh, to be more explored in star wars yeah because you stop and think because you, when Hera tells her, you must have been the same way with your yeah, and you can kind of see like Ahsoka didn't like what she said, mm -hmm. so Hera was just kind of looking like, uh, did I say something bad? <laughs> so I kind I kind of got that vibe from Ahsoka, mm -hmm. like she didn't like what she said. But I don't know that I, mean, I may have taken it wrong, but that's how I took it that she didn't like her saying that. So did anyone at any point in time spot Morai? No. No. I was wondering if we would see her on the ship, but no. Yeah. 
It'd be interesting if she randomly comes in later. I, we don't know where Ahsoka's staying right now. So she could just be at home instead of just her always being on the ship. Well, it was stated in the show uh, when Sabine was talking to her, aren't you getting tired of living in that ship and not having oh, okay. to call home? So Never mind. I mean, how does Morai work? Can Morai just like kind of disappear and reappear? <laughs> Phasing through the Force? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's... So I got a question. Did you guys catch it where Sabine was looking at that bunk and she was looking at the artwork? Mm-hmm. Yes. Who, who do you think did that? has to be Sabine, right? I mean, the same artwork's on her helmet, right? No, it was like little... Lothcat? Yeah, little Lothcat drawings and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah it's, it's on Sabine's helmet as well. Oh, Jason Sandula, maybe? That's what yeah. I was thinking. We where's think, he at? We think he's in yeah. this because he's on. He's in the Lego set, we think. Yeah. But he oh. has different hair. It's not green anymore. Um, With green ear tips? <laughs> little <laughs> elf man. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> um it'll be interesting i he must be like somewhere in the show because yeah. i think that when once you we were actually daycare yeah <laughs> no but the, how how do you think he is right now good question man what if he's an adult <laughs> what if he's a teen like ezra Ooh. That, that would, would be, cool. be a good story point right there. And then the same thing. I mean, his dad was a Jedi. I would love for them to go back to like the shipyard and then you have like him and Zeb like playing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Where was Zeb at, man? Was he babysitting Jason? <laughs> Maybe he's the babysitter. I can't wait for Zeb. And all I kept on thinking was, okay, if Zeb rolls across the screen, they're spending a lot of money on this episode. <laughs> the animations guy. So I can't wait for uh, that. We gotta get Zeb, man. Zeb has to show up at some point here. We man, have. To, there has to be a point where the entire surviving yes. Rebels crew is together on the ghosts. We have to get that. I think the See, chopper scenes were awesome. Chopper yeah. scenes were amazingly funny. I was like, let's go. This is what yeah. I love. Okay, yeah. I don't know if you guys got this, but. I mean, mind you, all we hear is this beep, 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 whatever, whatever. But do you kind of get where he's kind of like, when he's making his beeps, like he's telling her, where'd you put my stuff at? Like, Yeah, yeah. He's he's making the sound of what it would be like if it was like a muffled voice. Right, yeah, right, right. great. Like you can understand what he's yeah. saying. I love yeah. that. And then when he when he did it, he's like, he does like the flexing yeah. of the arms yeah. thing. Dude, yeah. that's why I love Chopper Man. It's just freaking <laughs> hilarious. I was like, I just, when he was on that scene there, I was just like, he's like, did you move my stuff? And that's what I'm hearing in my head as he's doing all that stuff and making his beats. But it's freaking hilarious, man. I want I want to see more of that because when, okay, guys, if you have not watched Star Wars Rebels, you need to watch it. <laughs> Chopper is freaking hilarious in this show if you haven't watched it. Mm-hmm definitely must watch and simultaneously a mass murder <laughs> uh i just liked it when they would bicker back and forth between ezra and uh chopper and they it's like it was like brothers and sisters fighting yeah yeah, yeah. it was just freaking hilarious but yeah i'm definitely looking forward to more um it did leave me wanting more 
I kind of wish Disney would do it like kind of like other shows where they drop everything at once and you can binge watch it. But I kind of get why Disney doesn't do it. But one thing that I value a lot about the Star Wars community is that we love to theorize. And this podcast is based yeah. on a lot of theories and a lot of yeah. cool information. And having a one episodic to two episodes like um, at a time gets that yeah. kind of that Star Wars hype for the next episode or that Star True. Wars theories and uh, what we're going to see next. I 100% agree with you. I, will, I really want to binge watch the whole series and just slam it out in one go, talk about it and everything. But I think it has a very great value being that it's only a one episode or a two episode at a time. True. I love that. Yeah, that is true too. But I mean, just taking it in, we didn't really see the, I don't know. Did you guys see the ghost ship at all? Cause I didn't see no. the ghost ship. I just saw I didn't the, see it either. It just the Phantom. Just the Phantom. Just the Phantom. Yeah. I want to definitely see the ghost ship in live action. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's of coming. course we, yeah, of course we've seen it, you know, in, in, the other movies is but from distances but never actually on board in live action mm-hmm. and yeah. stuff like that and we were talking earlier about the the star wars actor that he's done a lot of voices he's appeared on screen before uh clancy brown i believe his name is and he was the uh what was his title in lethal he was like the governor or the mayor or something. It's Mr. Krabs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That too. So yeah, uh, he's he's been in everything Star Wars, it seems like, and SpongeBob. So <laughs> yeah, he's I think he might be Filoni's lucky charm at this point. Yeah, he's also <laughs> Lex Luthor. Well, yeah, I I mean also in Shawshank Redemption as one of the guards. All-time favorite film. So next episode, what do you guys think? Um, I know we talked a little bit about Thrawn predictions, but where do you think we go from here after um, Morgan Elsbeth, uh, a night witch essentially, um, has shown Balin and Shin the map? And what what do you what do you think? Where are we going from here? Well, what are we going to see the next episode? Well, I know we're going to probably see Ahsoka go off. They're going to go after her. Balin's supposed to go after her from what I took it from the witch. So we're going to see probably a standoff between the two. Yeah, we see we see that in the, the trailer where it's them talking and it's like, he's like, I, I know Anakin. Of course I do. Yeah. Like in the, and it, we thought it was the world between worlds, but. Now we know map. that it's it's yeah. that map thing. Yeah. So I know. Yeah, we're gonna get says that. Governor Azadi. Yeah. Clancy Brown's character. Yeah, yeah Mike says the same thing we just said. Uh, I think the next episode is where we get the Balin and Ahsoka face off. So soon though, it seems kind of soon. Well, but, I mean, I mean, it may be the face. I mean, because you think about it, we got the two, the fighting between Sabine and the Padawan. Balin and they fought but you know what I mean and then they escaped then we got the next one where it was you know Ahsoka fighting the other uh, not the apprentice but the I can't remember the name right now uh, the other character Shin Hattie 
Yeah. So I think we may get another battle, but they're not going to finish it. Kind of the same way these last two fights were. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's that. what. Yeah, I think that's what we're going to get. Yeah. Maka says maybe Balin plans to take the map for himself. Yeah, Possibly. I know. I know. There's always those conversations of Grey Jedi, and we've heard Filoni and Freddie Prince say there's no such thing as Grey Jedi. <laughs> but it feels like we got great Jedi guys. <laughs> Maybe lean towards more the dark side of things, but we, we gotta just have... have that that one Yoda line, man. That <laughs> we just gotta keep chasing it. Goodness, yeah. Let's see, yeah. There's there's always a master and an apprentice, and we talked earlier too uh, the the Padawan braid that Shin has. Yeah. How did we miss that in all the marketing? That's, I thought it was a part of, of her hair. I didn't yeah. think that. I I didn't know, but we we did assume that it was like she was being trained by him. Right. We, we assumed she was the apprentice. Yeah, and we haven't got the scene where she's piloting and where she wears the Anakin Revenge of the Sith, um, comm system on her head. So we still got that to look forward to, and and Thrawn stuff. Like we said, Thrawn is one of the big marquee people in this show yeah. and uh i'm i'm very interested to see what the people that never read the books air the empire never saw rebels think of thrawn yeah. i, I want to get that interesting public opinion i want to see how i think people are going to be very very lukewarm on him at first and then if he becomes a thrawn that we know i think people will turn around and be like oh my gosh this guy is is great I hope we get to see that tactician, that that genius tactician side of him um, on full display in this series. Yeah, because he is a force to be reckoned with. Yeah. So, is there anything else uh, you guys wanted to talk about before we end this uh, post show? No, I'm gonna go uh, take it in again. again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I said, man, I want to make sure I don't miss nothing. He's just—I was just too excited watching it. <laughs> yeah, I—it was kind of—it was kind of a pinch yourself type of scenario because we've been waiting for this show for so long. I've been wearing the T-shirt around town for so long, and it's finally here. It's finally here, guys. It's—it's—it's it's, it's crazy to think that. Yeah, it's and then, feeling. yeah, the next, yeah, the, exactly. I totally agree with that. The next big thing is Japan 2025, and I know we're gonna say it's. It's so long away. A lot of people said that, but to me, I'm like, it's right around the corner, man. Because Ahsoka got here quick, and that's going to get here quick. So, yeah, yeah. before we go, I definitely want to give a shout out to all of our awesome supporters out there on Patreon. On the purple tier, we have Chris Simpson, Kevin Leninger, Deb McCaffrey, Drew Peters, Zach Metzel. On the red tier, we have Fenrir526 and Maya Morris. Maya, I hope you enjoyed Ahsoka tonight. Uh, black tier, uh, Maka Tautala, Nathan Shank. Evan O'Paker, Liam McCallion, and Texas Vader76. Thank you so much for all your love and support. Also, if you're watching this on YouTube, hit like, subscribe, of course, and uh, hit that notify bell so you know every time we jump on our pre-shows and post-shows this season for Ahsoka. Instagram, at Star Wars Stuff Podcast. Also, we're on X, uh, at Stuff Pod. We're also on Threads, where Josh will post all kinds of different things. 
there. And you can find thre- us on threads at Star Wars Stuff Podcast. Uh, of course, we're also on Patreon, what I uh, talked about earlier. Star Wars Stuff Podcast 2187. Jump on. Everything there is ad-free. Uh, TikTok. Uh, we do have a TikTok account. Just search us up, Star Wars Stuff Podcast. You can email us. Uh, tell us whatever you like. Uh, Star Wars Stuff Podcast at gmail.com. We have a Facebook group, which is awesome. There's memes just about every day. Breaking news, it drops. Uh, you'll find out first there. And also, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, five stars, write a review on Apple. That tremendously helps out the podcast. So do that if you are so kind. So that is it. We have seen the first two episodes of Ahsoka. Uh, tell us what your opinions are. If you're on YouTube, in the comments section, tell us what you thought, uh, what we missed, uh, what Easter eggs that we missed, uh, what did you think of the show. And uh, that's uh, pretty much it, guys, for this post-show. And I'd like to thank uh, Josh for hopping on and Retro Ray here. And for Josh and Retro Ray, my name is David, and may the Force be with you always this is the way